Did you know that your vision, prophecy, revelation, or promise is for an appointed time, but you can do something in the face of it being delayed? Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter. This is episode 16, Answers to Delay. We're going to talk about this. Everybody, welcome to Reveal. I am glad that you are here. We are on episode 16, and this is part three of the Dealing with Delay series that I am working on. And if you've been following along, the last two uh, episodes, I've been giving you different things that you do when you have when you have a promise, a prophecy, a revelation, or a promise from God. And it looks like it is being delayed. What do you do? One episode, we talked about temptations to delay. And I told you that there were different things that you're going to be tempted to do when you're just waiting, waiting, waiting. And there are several of you, you're listening to this and you've been waiting. I've been waiting. We all have to wait at times for different things that God has said to come to pass and we're just waiting. So this episode, I promised that I would give you the answers to that delay. What can you do? What should you be doing when you are being delayed? All right, so let's just get right into this. What do you do in the face of delay? Number one is you have a vision, you have a revelation, you have this promise, you have a prophetic word that God has given you. And the first thing that you need to remember to do is continuity is your secret victory weapon. You need to do whatever is necessary to, on a continual basis, to have victory. You need to have consistency. What do I mean? I mean, continually review the vision, the revelation, the promise, the prophecy. Continually look at it. Remind yourself, what did God say? What did he say? I I can actually attest to this. I am literally waiting for things that I know God said. I mean, beyond a shadow of a doubt, beyond an absolute shadow of a doubt, I know God said certain things. I, I, I just, I would stake my life on it. I, I'd stake my children's lives on it. A kidney, <laughs> my house, everything. I know God said X, Y, Z, one, two, three, A, B, C to me. I know he said it. So a verse that you could stand on when you know that God has shown you something, you've got a revelation, a promise, a prophecy is Habakkuk 2. Okay, Habakkuk 2 talks about write the vision, put it up, look at it, look what God said. This is your expectation for your revelation, your prophecy, your promise, or your vision. This is this is this is it. So you look at this. Check the scripture, find scripture. You 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 look into the word. Continually look into the word for this. What is the basis of this expectation? 
Okay, check scripture, review it. Reviewing what God said brings fire. It reignites your faith for that particular thing and it keeps the hope alive in your heart. That's the first thing that you do. However you need to to do that, however you need to write it, put it on a wall, put it on sticky notes, put it in a journal book, whatever, whatever you need to do so you constantly see it. Okay, number two is continually pray the vision, revelation, promise, or prophecy into manifestation. First uh, Timothy 1.18, it was a charge to Timothy, actually says, this command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, see, that by them you fight the good fight, keeping the faith and a good conscience which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. See, God doesn't want your faith to shipwreck. So you need to review. You need to pray, pray the promise, the prophecy, the revelation, or the promise. This is what I'm expecting, God. This is what I'm looking at. You said this. You told me this. You showed me that. Okay, so you continually pray that. The third one is, continually meditate on the faithfulness of God in your life and the life of others. Okay. God has never let you down. God has never let me down. I can honestly say God has never let me down. Now, have I voiced that and said, God, I'm disappointed. God, I don't understand. God, blah, 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 blah. Yes. But when you look at the facts, you look at the, at the face of your situation, God has never let us down. He's never done anything in your life that he can't do it again, that he cannot do that again. I want to give you a scripture couple up for this one is Malachi 3, 6. It says, I am the Lord. I change not. See, God is not going to go back on what he said. Even, Even as I'm doing this podcast right now, I'm thinking about certain promises and prophecies things that the Lord have said to me, shown to me beyond a shadow of a doubt. And, you know, we all waver. We, we just have those moments. We have those moments. Don't let anybody tell you that you won't have a moment of, of wavering. If they do, you run from them. Run from, run from those people, okay, because they're lying because they have moments of wavering also. But God says, I am the Lord and I change not. Hebrews 13 and 8 says that Jesus Christ, the same today, yesterday, and forever. God is the same. He is the same and he never changes. So I'm sitting here and I'm remembering things that God has said to me. And I'm like, okay, God, you, you never change. I'm literally telling the people on the podcast that you're the Lord, you change not, and you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means the impossible thing that God spoke to me, that impossible thing, it's going to come to pass. Don't know how, don't know when, don't know where, don't even see it, but it is. Okay, Numbers Numbers 23, 19 is a good verse. It says, God is not a man that he should lie. So that right there should give us, you, me, great confidence. God is not a liar. He is not a liar. Not ever, not ever, not ever. And Psalms 89, 33 through 35. I want to read this one. I I know I can paraphrase it, but I'd really rather, 
Um, I'd really rather just read it to you. I think this is one of the scriptures that just really blessed me the most. And it's Psalms 89, 33. It says, but I will not break off my loving kindness from him, nor deal falsely in my faithfulness. My covenant, I will not violate, nor will I alter the utterance of my lips. Whoa. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. So basically God is saying, I'm not going to break covenant and I'm not going to ever alter the thing that has gone out of my lips that I have said. He's not going to change it. Alter means he's not going to change it. He's not going to tweak it. He's not going to fix it no matter what it is. See, I'm saying this to you. I'm talking about this on the podcast, but it gives me great hope for a situation in my own personal life that I honestly feel is hopeless. I feel like there's just no hope in this, in, in this situation, but God says, I'm not going to alter the thing that's gone out of my mouth. So I want you to understand with this one, meditating on the faithfulness of God, there is a consistency with God. What he did yesterday what he did a year ago, what he did 20 years ago, he can still do that same thing today. What he did in the life of someone else that you heard about, he can do that same thing for you. It's not a once and done. God who delivered others, he can deliver you also. Be encouraged with that. I'm, I'm just making my own self happy and encouraged as I'm teaching this podcast to you. Number four, a fourth one is continually charge your faith with light from the word of God. Faith, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Okay. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Keep charging your faith with the word of God. Keep the word in front of you. Re just literally build yourself up on the word. Build yourself up. Eat it until you become stuffed and full of the word of God. Listen to faith building stuff. Watch faith building stuff. Read faith building books, but build your faith up. Number five is continually embrace patience and resilience. Okay, now this is one that I literally, honestly, because my clients know me, I'm very transparent. I fail at this one at times. I literally, I literally fail at this one. Re and, and what I mean by this is refuse to grow weary. See, just refuse to grow weary. It says, be not weary in well-doing. You will reap if you faint not. I, I actually forget where that verse is. I want to think it's, it might be Hebrews. I, I probably have that wrong. But Refuse to grow weary. Be determined that you're going to see the end of a problem. You're going to see it to fulfillment. You're going to see the prophecy, the promise, the vision, the revelation, the promise. You're, you're going to see this. You will not be denied. I, I will not be denied. It, we, it will be fulfilled. And it won't be fulfilled without you. You refuse to give up and give in and give out. Refuse, just simply refuse that. Wait until your change comes. Say, God, I'm going to wait right here. My result is coming. My answer is coming and I am waiting and I will see it fulfilled. The promise must come to pass and I am waiting. I'm going to stand right here and I'm waiting. It will happen. 
Okay, so you have to dig in your heels, get some fight dog spirit in you and, and dig in. Hebrews 6, uh, 12 says, be not slothful through faith and patience inherit the promises. See, we're going to have to wait faith and we're going to have to believe and you're going to have to wait to receive the promise to inherit it. And that's just what's going to have to happen. All right. The sixth way that you get your answer in delay or what you can do while you're waiting is continually embrace and discharge all expected spiritual responsibility. Okay, what I mean by this is continue to do what you know to do as a child of God. Get rid of all expected spiritual responsibility. Continue to embrace what you know you're supposed to do. Persistence wearies out resistance. Anything that's resisting the vision, promise, prophecy, promise, uh, revelation, continually embrace the truth. It's Galatians 6, 9. That's the verse. Be not weary in well-doing. You will reap if you faint not. Keep doing what you know to do. Don't get tired of doing the right thing. At the right time, you will see the desired result if you don't get tired. And we get tired. We do. We get tired of waiting. I've gotten tired of waiting for things. And I've just said, I give up. I give up, God. I don't care. I give up. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm da 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 da. Whatever. We say that. We get in that place. Some people, you know, they, they just give up right when God is about to manifest something. You have to experience the joy of waiting. And I know that that just, I want to use another word, but that is just, ugh. but you, you just don't quit. Don't quit. Having done all to stand, stand. Don't give up praying. Don't give up fasting. Don't give up worship. Don't give up having done all stand. Okay. So that was number six, six, continually embrace and discharge expected spiritual responsibilities. Okay. Number seven, continually reach out to others in need. I can't even stress how important this one, this one is. Life is a seed. Everything starts in seed form. Okay. And what you sow, you reap. And what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. And there's a whole bunch of things I've been making happen for other people. And then you tend to say, God, well, when are you going to make it happen for me? When God, he will, because he doesn't alter the thing gone out of his mouth. And he says, what you make happen for others, he will make happen for you. Don't get self-absorbed people, ladies, women, men, don't get self-absorbed in your own situation. Go, go beyond yourself. Go beyond you. Life isn't about you anyway. It's really, really about other people. It's about other people. So don't get self-absorbed in your own situation, your own problem. The Lord will turn, the, the Lord, it says in Job 42.10 that the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Let's, let's look at that. Let me, let me go to that. I know this is an episode where you hear the flipping of the Bible pages. I'm going to just give y'all, you know, my son edits these for me. He's probably like cringing right now going, I can't believe my mom is literally talking about how I edit the podcast, but he does. 
and he does the music for the podcast and he's a perfectionist. So he's like, oh, she's flipping pages. He's probably like dying right now. All right. 42.10 in Job. 42.10 says the Lord restored the fortunes of Job. Say so he turned it when he prayed for his friends and the Lord increased all that Job had twofold. Got double for his trouble. And he returned. He restored everything. Pray for other people. Help them in the middle of your pain, in the middle of what you need. Don't let the enemy bury you in your problem. Don't let him bury you in that. Let everything go because God is going to help you. Lift up the spirit of someone else. Help them. Be there for them. Help someone else's vision come to pass. That's, that's what you can do in your situation, in your delay, in your waiting. Let's see, I think we're on number eight. Number the eighth thing that you can do is trust God for the needed preparation and the maturity that you have to go through, okay? Because you will have to mature to get that thing that's coming that you want so desperately or that answer to prayer. Trust God. Trust God that every future thing you're looking for, every single thing in your future, you're going to have character that's going to sustain you. You have to have sustaining character for the next level of blessing. You can't go there the way you are. Some of you, you know, you're not ready for that answer that's coming. You have to mature in some areas. For every level of destiny, every level that you go, you've got to get that quality of character to sustain that. That's another whole topic in podcast and Bible study. But but you do. Many people, for many of you, many, many people, what you are expecting is ready for you, but you're not ready for it. It's ready, but you're not ready. You know, I, I talk about this in coaching. You're not obedient. You don't have boundaries. You, you're not in, you don't live intentional life. So God can't give it to you. You're unforgiving. You're, you're unkind. You're not walking in the fruit of the spirit. The thing is ready, but you're not ready. Okay. Just like Joseph. Joseph was, you know, in Genesis, he was in process the whole time. They, they, the, the position for someone to be next in line, he, it was ready, but he wasn't ready. We're not ready to trust God for that finished answer until he prepares us. He has, we have to go through a wilderness and that is another podcast topic I'm going to be teaching on and writing a book, uh, coming up soon on the wilderness. And it's so good. So character. Character has to be imparted to you before you can take the inheritance. So you have to say, God, make me worthy. God, make me, make me ready. Qualify me. Prepare me for what's for this life work, for this thing that's coming. Prepare my emotions. Prepare my attitude. Oh, because our attitudes get us in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. We need more humility. We need more of the fruit of the Spirit that we have to, you know, just really walk in. Okay. So where your authority exceeds your character, you're going to have calamity. Where your, where your authority, when, when your authority exceeds your character, you don't have the character to hold it. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have calamity. It's inevitable. All right. Number nine, 
trust God for the sensitivity to the timing, okay? To everything, there is a season. Trust him and understand the times. Understand what season you're in. Be sensitive to what's going on. Be sensitive to the timing, okay? The children of Israel, they didn't understand the timing and they suffered. Let me see if this is the verse. There's a verse in Luke. Uh, I think it's Luke 19, I believe. Yes, 1942. If you had known in this day, even you, the things which make for peace, but now they have been hidden from your eyes. See, they didn't know certain things. So you have to understand what time has to do in your life. You have you step into things at a certain timing or a season. Okay. You you have to understand that. Um, in Daniel, I think it's Daniel chapter nine, Daniel, he understood the number of years they were in captivity. When he understood that and he read this, he was moved to pray. He understood this timing and to spiritual things. So when you see how God moves and God shows you now is the season to come out of this. Now is the time to pray for this. When he shows you that, then he'll move you into this intercession or this intercessory prayer and you can shift things in prayer, but you've got to be sensitive to the timing. Is it time to be released from your, your trial or the situation or the waiting? Holy Spirit will let you know everything is not a mystery in God. He will cause you, you know, to just, the, it seems like the timing will be really intensified and you'll know that the time is near and that this thing must come to pass. That's that, And honestly, I could say that's sort of where I am right now. I've got a few things that I know the season has changed and I know the timing is very, very near and things that God have said is about to come to pass, but you have to refuse for the time to pass and you won't pay attention to, you have to refuse like not being aware. You have to be aware of this and you have to refuse. I'm not going to let this time pass and I'm not going to take this in prayer. Okay. So you have to really understand what time has to do with your situation. Set yourself apart with God. Spend some quiet time with him. Um, ask him to show you things. See, you know, in, in the song, in I think it's in Ecclesiastes, it talks about there's a time for everything, a time to live, a time to die, time for everything. But there's a time, like even to get married, there's a time to, you know, have children. There, there's a timing for everything. So be, be aware of that. Number 10 continually, remember we talked about continuity, being consistent. So number 10, continually embrace joy, praise, and thanksgiving before you get the manifestation. Just keep thanking God. This is going to come to pass. This is what's going to happen. God, you're going to do this. I give you praise. Thank you so much for this. Even if you see nothing, be prayerful, be praise full, be joyful, no matter what, no matter what, give God all of the praise, all of it. If you're believing and nothing has happened, be happy, be in joy. 
Be in joy the entire time. Okay, give praise to God in advance. This is an expression of the highest faith. God, I can I can trust you for this no matter what's going on. So these are 10 things that you can do while you are waiting in delay or you feel that you are being delayed. I want you to jot them down, remember them, uh, go back and listen to this podcast and take notes. Now, if you'd like more information or more help with these or um, would like some counseling, you are welcome to contact me at stephaniecarter45 at aol.com or contact me on my website on the contact page. You are more than welcome to do that. I also ask that if you want to sponsor and be one of my sponsors and sponsor me, there's a link in the show notes where you can do that. I really hope you enjoyed this series on dealing with delay. I'm going to have something new in the next episode. And I want you to stay connected with me. Email me. I love to get email and I love to hear your questions. I'm thinking about doing a podcast with just a Q&A questions and answers that people are asking me. All right. So I want you all to have a blessed day or evening and I will talk to you later. Bye.